Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. 216-578-0092 or on Twitter at CLE Talking. It's really exciting to talk to our next guest. Um, he is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I know as a kid growing up in Northeast Ohio, I always loved the Browns much like you do and have. And, you know, when you get lucky enough to do what I'm doing right now, you can find someone out there who played the game while you were admiring the way they played. And then someday you might actually get to call them a friend. I would call Al Bubba Baker a friend. And I love the fact that he is on the hotline right now. And I love everything that he's doing. And I really like his ribs a lot too there. Bubba, how are you? What's happening, Al? I am fantastic. Can you hear me good? I can Not hear clear, you. man. I didn't step out of line saying we're friends, right? I feel good. I feel confident yeah, no, in saying no, no. that. Oh, we are friends. We spent a lot of time, man, going through some of the Cleveland Browns heartaches. So, yes. yeah, we're great friends. And me and Baskins did a show together. So, there yeah, you go. I hope we're friends, Andy. Well, I think we are. I think we are friends. All right. Let me ask you about this, too, because now I'm looking at this, this sheet that came in here, and I'm trying to find out everything I can. Please tell me about your new book, JB the Goat. What is this? What's going on here? Okay, so JB is actually the protagonist. The book is called The Super 7, and quickly, it's about a group of competitive alien animals that left climate destruction on Mars to settle on Earth. And while here, they see the planet headed towards a similar fate. Failing ecosystems and desertification are making the world uninhabitable for plants and animals. Vowing to restore the land, they first must vie for supremacy on the gridiron against this bitter rival while working to protect the human population from instant annihilation by the Queen Tick E. And what I did, guys, was I took my experience of all those years of being on the field. The best seat in the house in a stadium is while you're supposed to be resting and you're watching your your competitors. Like in other words, when I was on the field, I got to watch Reggie White and Harvey Martin and Randy White and, and on Bruce Smith and so on. And so I created um, seven animals, right? A cheetah, a gorilla. Um, I created a Cote Corso dog, a blonde bison. I created a wilderbe a, a wild boar. And a, a Barbary lion, and I made these seven characters, and the reason I made them was I had had enough discussion on race and politics back during the pandemic, and I started wanting to do something with all the sketches I've done over the years. I have over 100 different sketches uh, of superheroes, and so what I tried to do was I tried to incorporate – now think about this, because then this is going to segue up into the Browns. I tried to incorporate – uh, take the cheetah, for example. Her name is Priscilla. What I wanted to do was to incorporate, she's already the fastest land animal in this story, right? And the right. story takes place in Grand Canyon National Park. But if, if JB, who's the captain, the protagonist, and the leader of the, of the Super Seven, that's the name of the book. Right. Um, if JB could get, now here's the key, the Browns might want to learn. If JB could get everyone to focus on the task at hand, then they enhance their superpowers. And for example, Priscilla becomes fast enough to to, to uh, run at the speed of light. Uh, JB becomes telepathic. Lena the lion can disappear. You know what I'm saying? And and the and what I what I found was over the years, these athletes all have equal talent. But after you watch the game between the Bengals and the Browns, clearly you can find out that 
when the Browns focus, they are a dominant team. It just seems like the young guys today, they have so many distractions. And on some games, you look at them and you think to yourself, who is this? And that's what the book is about. The book is how to get focused on the task at hand by these seven animals. And, and ironically, I wanted to make it um, seven on seven because that was my favorite drill. There was all that smack talking over there, and there was no linemen, just the quarterback going to the tight ends, the receivers, and the running backs, and the linebackers and the defensive backs. And that's what the book is about. The book is about how we can solve issues um, when we have differences on the gridiron instead of murder and war. And, you know what I mean? If somebody's opinion is different, guys, that doesn't mean that they're wrong. That just means we have to hear the other side. And that's what prompted me to write this book and incorporate some of the fantastic uh, athletes that I have had the opportunity of, of uh being on the sidelines to watch, and then uh, as in last weekend up in Detroit, um, they actually showed Barry Sanders, they're building a, 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 a statue of him. And I wasn't expecting, it was about 100 guys on the field from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and up till now, yeah. retired. And I happened to be on one of the worst highlights. He jumped right over my head, made me look <laughs> like a fool when I was playing for the Browns. And I was thinking, nice, guys, invite me here. And then you finish with the last video being Barry Sanders making an idiot out of me. So, <laughs> you know, that's how I was able to take my already sketching ability. You guys know I'm a storyteller. Right. But I learned right. I, I, I joined some NFL trust classes, and I learned the art of writing. And I, and I, I had this experience where I found out a writer can be working just looking out the window, man. And, and I absolutely love what I'm learning now, I, I work with a couple of guys like Brandon Myrie and Thomas Q. Jones, who just wrote the um, Prime Time Life After that's on Amazon Prime right now. It's actually in the carousel, guys. I can't, I can't believe we, you know, like skyrocketed to where we are. We were right next to the game last night on Amazon Prime when I went looking for it. So the show, Life After, doing very, very well. That's awesome. And it's written by two NFL guys, Brandon Myrie and Thomas uh, Q. Jones from the Chicago Bears. A lot of other people are involved, but um, on that program, they follow 12 retired uh, athletes around, and I have to go on. There's eight episodes. And again, I'm honored to be a part. I'm humbled because you know how Amazon works. Right. If it's in that carousel, that means that it's getting a lot of looks and they're pushing the show. And so that's kind of what's been going on. And, of course, that is kind of how I've been talking about the book, and they talk about me as a writer on the book, which is all together something new. It was a new skill that I learned during the pandemic. But, Bubba, was, it, was part of this like when you were a kid, were you a big comic book guy too as well as sports, or were you a big sci-fi yeah. guy, or did, did something just come to you later in life? No, no, no. I was I was a sketcher. Ironically, I I picked up uh, drawing superheroes during during uh, the the unrest in Newark in '67. Okay, and I was a fat kid, you know, buck tooth, <laughs> and I wasn't accepted. And I I went to school one day, and I I took uh, we used a paper bag to cover our books, and I would draw superheroes on the cover. Yeah, we did and, that too. That's that's funny. We did that too. Same thing. Yeah. 
yeah, nobody wanted to hang out with me. And one day I go to store and I go to school, and I'm walking and I got four on my book, and the bully said to me, "Hey man, who drew that?" I said, "I, I drew it." He said, "You can draw." And his name was Vinny Brown, right? And I said, "Yeah." And right away, I found some confidence in something that I could do because I wasn't a very talented kid. So I'm, I'm being honest. I, you know, like I said, I was a chubby kid. Actually, I lied. I was fat. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I got booked. And so drawing superheroes got me in with the crowd. You know, um, that's amazing, so that's though, awesome. Bubba. Bubba that, to me, that's amazing to me that you, I mean, here you are. You're a guy that had unbelievable success in the NFL. Yet when you were younger that being able to draw was something that was able to protect you, that 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 to me is – That's cool, man. I mean, I think about your story, and I never knew that about you. And, I, I like, if I was a kid listening right now, I would be like, yeah, you know what? It's okay to be me. You know what I'm saying? I Like, yep. that, that's yep. super powerful, Bubba. And, and you know what? It, it's ironic that you guys would say that because really what motivated me was what, what we all went through two years ago – what we need and what we was needed then was hope and inspiration. And and that, that's always been my goal in life because I am that fat kid that worked his way up. And, yes, I was motivated by a lot of guys that were um, – I wanted to be a hero. Think about that. Pro football players and pro athletes were supposed to be heroes. Well, let me be, the, let me be more specific. We're supposed to be on the hero's journey. That doesn't mean that everything always goes right. There's plenty of hiccups, but being an athlete, we're taught to get up, get on your feet, and get to the next play. And so I wanted to kind of, without touching race and politics, because it's hard to talk about what color a county corso dog is or an albino bison or, in this case, a silverback gorilla. So I was able to tell my story and sidestep all of the woke issues and all that. Just simply, I wanted to talk about football, superheroes, aliens, and animals, and deliver a message about what's really important. And I don't want to give away that punchline, but, you know, right now I've got a temporary website at albubbabaker.com. You can go take a look at the, you know, how the book came about and the, the um, some of the merch. I just got the merch today. While I'm in my office, I got the merch in, the shirts of the characters. But Jay-Z, if you think about it, he's a ram, but he's actually a ram is a goat. And so I got him uh, copyrighted as Jay-Z the goat with all the talk about Brady and all that and, and what the goat means. I was able to, uh, if you will, I was able to get an IP for that actual character. So I own JB the goat and the other six characters and the intergalactic animal football league. So guys, I just use what I've always had. And then again, like I said, the, the pandemic shook us all. It made us all look inward. And so being in the meat business, my beat, my business was turned upside down. Uh, in fact, there was no business. There was no restaurants. There was no ordering food. And so I turned to something that I've always relied on, and that was sketching. And and, and this, this opportunity, who wasn't doing Zooms at the time? So the opportunity to get on the Zoom, get with some already uh, established writers, and learn how to write. And, 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 of course, I learned the art of writing is to rewrite. So 
I write almost every day. It calms me. It also stimulates my brain. And, you know, and I'm not worried about CTE or any of those other things that, you know, retired athletes go through because I use my brain every single day writing and changing the storyline and, and adding to the script. And, and, again, the storyboard is going to be out and ready in less than 30 days. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really excited because I told a story that needed to be told, but I avoided all of those hot topics because I'm, I'm not into those topics. I'm into superheroes. I'm into people. I'm into inspiration. I'm into hope. And so that's what I was able to do with my sketching, my storytelling, and now my writing ability. All right, Bubba, real quick, we're right up against it. What are your thoughts on the Browns this season as they get into the bye week? Hey, listen, focus. They, they, you know, they look like night and day when they focus. And I think that just right now, they've just got to be able to take one – I know it sounds like a cliche, but one game at a time. All righty. Bubba, one more time. Walk us through this. How do we get the when get talk us through the bo- the book and then the series? Okay. So just so we can always so we can take a hold or, or walk away with a parting gift from this interview. So go to albubabaker.com and you'll see a temporary site. The actual site's going to be called Bubba B Seven. But while I was doing this, guys, I got this wonderful idea. Why don't I make merchandise? These are football players. Uh, these are animals that play football. There's the tie-in. Why don't I go ahead and get merch? So we started setting up the website. It's being completed as we speak. The show, Life After, is on Amazon Prime, and I am just tickled pink with how well it's doing because it's not about touchdowns or sacks or any of that. It's about men being fathers and friends and members of the community and how we challenged ourselves and struggled life after football. Really, really good show. And uh, I didn't have anything to do with producing it. I'm just one of the 12 athletes that they decided to follow around. With that being said, go Browns. There you go. All right. Uh, hopefully I'll see you at a game real soon, Bubba. Thank you. We always appreciate that, and I appreciate your friendship as well. Thank you, my Thanks friend. Thanks, Bubba. Up. All right. We'll talk to you later, Bubba. See you, Andy. Take care. All right, guys. Woo. Wow. Man, that is just amazing to think about. I, there was just so much to digest there. I, I, we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, coming up in the show.